This is Dollars and Sensibility with Tom Stone. And we're gonna talk about what you really want. And at the end of the day, how to get what you really want is to understand money. Guild Mortgage, NMLS number 3274, Tom Stone, NMLS number 257849. The information contained in these podcasts are for educational purposes only and do not necessarily express the opinions of Guild Mortgage. Well, Bree, I welcome you to the next episode of Dollars and Sensibility. Thank you. You're welcoming me this time. Well, yeah, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> glad you're here. Thank you. And welcome to everyone else who's joining us. This one, what are we calling this one, Brie? Well, it's kind of glitchy right now, I suppose, but um, date the rate, marry the house. Date the rate, date the marry, rate the house. marry the house. Date the I rate, marry the house. Yeah, I think that's kind of where we're at right now. And I love the cliche phrase. I love what it means, but it doesn't really help people. Right. It doesn't get them to actually make a decision. Not that we're trying to force anybody, but what I want to call it maybe is, hey, let's do the math. Right. Let's do the calculations. Yeah. And when anyone ever comes in and they're like, do you think I should buy right now? Or do you think I should do a rental home? Or do you think I should refinance? Or do you think I should, you know, I'm contemplating <clears throat> buying my grandma's house. I'm getting a divorce. What do I always say? Let's do the math. Let's do the math. Let's always do the math. I don't want to be, you know, you know, someone that's like, I have all the right words to make sure you're going to do this. No, let's just let the numbers speak. Right. And you've done some homework. I see that. We yeah. talked about the first time homebuyer market. Let's start there, okay? Yeah. The first time homebuyer market. Tell me what you were working on today with the calcul. I want to just go calculations. So calculations, we're kind of in a unique time period right now. You know, the interest rates are are high comparatively. And the reason I say comparatively is because we've been in a really unique time with extremely low interest rates for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And then they went up very, very fast. Yeah. So, I mean, extremely The fastest fast. ever, fastest actually. Fastest ever, yeah. Unique time, right? Yep. Um, so, you know, people that have purchased homes in the eighties or the nineties or something like that, you know, the six, seven percent isn't anything new, right? They've all experienced it. And the, the, you know, if you average it out over time, what is it around five and a half, six percent yeah. is the average. Okay. So we're really not that far off. It's just, we're coming out of, you know, these unheard of interest rates of, you know, twos two, and threes. Yeah. Two and three eights. Yeah. Like, Speaking of which, <laughs> what's your rate, Brie? <laughs> Two and three eighths. Yep. <laughs> so, so we're coming out of these really unknown, or not unknown, unprecedented like lows for a very, very long period of time. So now we're coming into these highs that people aren't accustomed to, especially if you're a first-time home buyer, because all you've ever heard of are these really, really low interest rates. Mm -hmm. You don't have the experience of the five, six, seven, eights, and more. Um, but on the flip side of that, what we've also started seeing is houses being reduced in price or mm -hmm. just being listed for lower. So let's talk about the definition between a buyer's market and a seller's market. Right. May I? Yeah, go for it. So a buyer's market is literally saying, hey, it's a buyer's it's market. A time for a buyer's I'm going to be able to get a good deal. <laughs> right. Hey, this is, you know, it's leaning towards the buyer's side. Right. The buyer's going to be able to go in and say, you want this much for your house? Well, I'll make you an offer. And, you know, and I'll see if they'll take my offer. Right. We have not been in that, in that, environment for some time no, it's been a, it's total, been a seller's total seller's market, market mm -hmm. where all you want to do is like please pick me please pick me please pick me and you'll put anything up there i'm hearing 10 20 30 40 50 100 
and in the higher price homes, I know up in Saddle, they said the price is sometimes a million more. Yeah. You know, just to get the house. I just need the house, right? Yeah. And so, no inspections, no anything. Yeah, that all the know, contingencies are gone that are crazy. protecting you. It's like, because if you want my house, then I just need your money right now. If you're not a cash buyer, see you later almost, you know, right. kind of a thing, right? right? So we have flipped so quickly from a buyer's market. And we have a lot of clients actually that qualified were actually qualified. They were ready right. to go. They got approved for underwriting and they tried to make an offer on a few houses and just got tired. Mm -hmm. uh, and they got so tired. They just said, I can't do this anymore. And they just said, never mind. I'm just going to rent. Buyer fatigue. Buyer we fatigue. Were experiencing about a year ago. Yep. Very, very Buyer real. fatigue. So <clears throat> the hard part about the emotions of this real estate world and game that they're in is when you get, you know, thrown from one side to the other as fast as possible. And you're like going from buyer fatigue to, hey, guess what? You can jump on any house you want right now. And they're like, what, what, what's going on? So, so we are in officially a seller's market now. Buyer's market. That's what I meant to say. I know. I even looked at you when I said I that. Know. <laughs> you know what I meant. I did. Not that, clarifying not, not that on and when listening to the podcast is like, wait a second, Stone, you just confused the heck out of me. We're in a buyer's market. That's what it, that's there right. We We're in a buyer's there market. I read my notes and said, I saw a seller. Way to catch up. Thank you about that. All right. So here we are back to you. Buyer's market. But, but do the math now with me. No more. Just explain it to me. Do the math with me. Why would I say I had buyer's fatigue? Mm -hmm. Why would I consider buying a home right now? Give me the math. So in looking at it, the math that we've, we've kind of figured out is you know, to get that payment that you would have had a year ago, if you're getting a house for about 150 less than you would have a year ago, mm -hmm. then you're still getting that same mortgage payment. So that same mortgage payment that you felt really, really comfortable with that was at four or five or, you know, even three, if it was a little bit, you know, a little bit longer ago, if you're interest rate, you're talking about interest rate, mm -hmm. interest rate, if you're buying that same house. So let's say that house was listed for 900 a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So if it's listed for 750 now, even with that higher interest rate, that sounds really scary and really, really intimidating. You're still paying the same. Oh, the same payment. Yeah, the same payment. But the really great thing about buying a house now and having that payment is that you can't ever renegotiate that purchase price. Mm -hmm. If you bought it at 750, you bought it at 750. You're there. You're done. Yeah, you're there. If you bought it at 900, you're at you're 900. There. Mm -hmm. Your loan is still going to be the same no mm -hmm. matter what the interest rates do. Right. So if you're buying at 750 now and that payment is the same on that house that was 900 a year and a half ago, the great thing about this is you can dump this interest rate when the interest rate starts going yep. down again. Yep. You can get rid of that and have that lower payment, but you're still getting that $900,000 house for a lower price. For so, the same price. Yeah. Well, same same sales price with same payment. Sales price, same payment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what I think. I think people are so intimidated, which I 100% get. 7% mm -hmm. after we've been at two and three and four mm -hmm. is just, it's, it's mind boggling at this point in time, mm -hmm. but the houses really, really are selling for less right now. So the, the phrase that I'm, I'm sure a client would say to me right now is like, you really think someone would accept that for their house though? You really think they're going to come down that far? Try. <clears throat> There's no. And the other thing that I've been seeing. So if if 
Tom always makes fun of me. I'm always, I'm always shopping on Zillow. I'm always on Zillow. I'm always on, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not really buying anything. You just like to look. <laughs> I know. I just I <clears throat> like to keep tabs on everything and see where everything is. But the reductions right now are extremely consistent. Um, and even if houses are starting out higher, they are, a lot of them are getting lower pretty consistently and pretty quickly. Well, let's have case in point. We have a client that we've been looking all year long, right? Right. He started the very first of the year. Yeah. And <clears throat> rates were in the threes. Mm-hmm. And we had this plan ready to go for him. And he started making offers, multiple offers. Right. He got buyer's fatigue. Yeah. Rates went from threes to fours to fives to sixes. Mm-hmm. He starts coming back around again. I'd see him every now and again. We check in on him. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm just, I'm not sure about this market. And, he, and we saw the houses. He made offers on what? Three, four, five houses. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Full on made offers trying to get them. And he just couldn't. He's like, Full man. Price. I, full yeah. price going above it, going over 20, 30, 40, 50 grand. Right. So I'm not getting it. Just going, oh, just so tired. And then he, we, I saw him and we're like, hey, let's look at it one more time. Did some math. And well, this house actually has come down in price. Mm-hmm. This one, that he was, and it was a newer home. Oh, yeah. Way newer than he was looking at. Way new. And Beautiful. looked fantastic. And he liked it because he wanted to be in a neighborhood closer to the school mm-hmm. for his kids and some other variable. He had some his own, you know, what, what was the perfect house for him. And he purchased the home at six and three quarters. So yeah. a little bit ago, that's when your rates were, that's about where they're at now ish, depending yeah. on the market and the day and the situation. He's like, I don't know about this rate, man. That makes me nervous. I was like, well, but the house was listed close to nine ish mm-hmm. and he got it for like seven seventy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the, so the payment was relatively the same Yeah. in his circumstance. He was going to keep his current home and rent it. Yeah. And he still got and he got a great rent for that, so that offset the payment over there. And the idea is that hey, you know what? We're going to be able to get you a fixed rate at six and three quarters, and then we're just going to watch it. Yep. And and again, the the sales pitch offer is, and I think most mortgage companies are doing this in the next twenty four months, where we finance you for free. Right. The fees are going to be zero because we all like we want to keep you. Right. We want to keep you, and so it doesn't cost you anything. The rates get down to five. Let's refinance you. If rates go down to four, let's refinance you. Yep. You know, it's generally every, I don't know, three quarters of a point that you should probably consider refinancing again. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't cost you anything, you can do it anytime you want, really. Right. Right. That's the date, the rate, marry the house concept. And that's just something that, you know, I've, we have so many people that are in this exact same exact situation right now. And that's 7%, 6%, which re- realistically we're more in the sixes. Um, it's just intimidating and yep. we get it 100%. It's, it's extremely intimidating. You know, nobody wants to be at that if they don't have to be, but if you can get in to a house for, you know, less than where we were a year and a half ago, which is what we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what we've been seeing. Um, you're still getting that house for less than what it was. It's, you know, this is kind of a blip in the market and it's Mm going to, rebound like it always does and then it'll you know there will be another blip down the road and then it'll rebound yep. and that's just kind of how the housing market is but i want to talk about negotiations by the time. way it's a good time it always by the way you know if someone says to me tom you always say it's a good time and i thought as i'm thinking about this morning this maybe this podcast so i was thinking you know what is the right time and honestly the answer I came to myself with is i'll always give this answer now yeah that will always be the right time to do it yeah. now someone might say well i just lost my job Okay, maybe personally, right. there's a couple things to right. consider. But I, my my uh, daughter's boyfriend, he's got a really good job, just got a big raise, and 
I said to him, I'm like, you're renting? And he's making good money. He's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, sitting back. I'm like, uh, you should be buying a house it, now. Well, what about rates? And I said, you go start looking, especially, I said, people are starting to, especially builders that are sitting on houses or people that have been sitting on like, hey, I need to go. I need to move. I need to, my family's changed. I got a job change, you know, or builders sitting on houses. Right. And he sent me something where the builders, this is a builder situation, was offering a house at a huge discount and a bought down rate. Mm -hmm. And I said, great idea. You know, guys. And so he's moving forward right now in that direction. When's the time? And time is now. Mm -hmm. Because I don't care if you're buying in 2022. When you're in 2025, 2030, you will always say, sure glad I bought it when I did. Yeah. When I did, because now it's dot, dot, dot. Right. And it is, that's the capital investment. And then you now have equity you can work with. And I always say, the first thing out of the gate is if you have opportunity to get a 401k, that's the first thing you should do for investments. Sign up for a 401k. And then the very next minute, apply for a house. Yep. So the first thing you can ever do is buy a home, buy a home, buy a home, buy a home. That's the best financial decision you'll ever, 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 ever make. Yep. I remember my dad long ago said, I'm not sure. Renting's not a bad idea. This is 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And I said, yeah, if rents are going to be 800 bucks, 700 bucks, but rents are three, four, 5,000 bucks now. Right. No. And even then, dad, you're wrong. I got tax deductions. I can, I can borrow against my equity. I just disagreed with that. And he's like, he sees now like, I get it, Tom, I get it. You know, kind of a thing. I, I just think that that's important, but I want to talk about <laughs> negotiations. And so if, if now is the time, which I always believe that's true, by the way. And again, someone comes in, I have bad credit. It's still the now. Now we're going to work on your credit. Right. Now we're going to prepare to buy that home. Now we're going to work towards. So I'm not saying you buy the home this week, but now is the time to talk about a prepare, see what's going on, your economies around you, the personal economy versus the local economy versus the regional economy and so forth, right? But I want to talk about <coughs> negotiations. By the way, Bree is joining me just back from bronchitis. So thank you very much for, so if you hear a little coughing in the background, she's doing her darnest with her water and her gum to keep up, but uh, she just got, oh, it was the flu first, right? It's the flu first. And then bronchitis right after. Correct. Huh. First, it was a broken leg. Broken ankle. You're still, you're still on your little yeah. jazzy. Hot mess right now. <laughs> but we're really looking forward to 2023. <laughs> Get this one behind us. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about negotiations because part of this concern and question is, well, that, will those people really come down on their price? Right. You know, if we're saying, hey, if you can get the house 150 grand less than you were, you know, at the top of the market, it's still the same payment and your payment can go down. Right. Right. That's what we're saying. Right. Mm -hmm. So really, if you jump on a house right now and you get a price at a 150 less than what it could have been at the top of the market, yeah, your rate's higher. But if you're at six and something right now, seven and something right now, and you get down to three, four, five again someday, then you're saving much more than even you were if you bought it a year Absolutely. ago, right? When not the market was hot. You're not wasting the rent. You're not, you know. You're getting the tax deduction now. Right. You're getting all this now. <laughs> you're gaining equity now. Cool. Okay. So how do we negotiate? You get a really good agent. Well, there you go, right? <laughs> you get a really good agent. And then how do you get a really good agent? It's a quick answer, by the way. <coughs> Come on, Bronchi. Just catch up. I know. I'm, oh. I'm going to give the answer. Yeah, Here's my answer. Good. Pardon me for being so bold, but mm -hmm. you ask us. We know who knows how to move and shake. Yeah, absolutely. You want people who are experienced, who've been around the block, not only because, by the way, you might 
get an, a referral from a mortgage lender, but it might be just a part that refers to them, which is great. Yeah. But it may or not may or may not be the person that works best for you. Right. Who is the one that gets the deals done? Who is the one that I don't care if you're at this price point or that price point, right? right. With that said, let's say you're negotiating uh, for sale by owner. Okay. They're like, I don't want to deal with realtors. Which, by the way, that comes along, right? They're like, I don't want to pay that commission. And we could just, you know, realtors do a good job. I think they could justify that to other people. But people, hey, I don't want to pay a commission. So I want to get the best deal I can on this for sale by owner. What are some tips we should give them? Top three. The top three would be to look at the houses around, look at the local market and see what it's doing so they can, you know, you don't want to go in and make some like horribly offensive offer. You know, you want to be, <laughs> you're right. You want to be realistic. Maybe that's step one. Maybe, don't yeah. do this low ball thing because right. you're dealing with human beings. <clears throat> They have a reason. They feel strongly about their home. Respect their home. Yeah. So don't lowball somebody. Yeah. So, I mean, look in the area. Look what, you know, in your view, what comparable houses are going for, you know, um, same square, similar square footage, things like that. Um, that would be my first suggestion. Get to know your area. Get to know what you're dealing with. Right. Absolutely. Number two, <laughs> if I can throw out, I'm going to throw out, get to know the person. Yeah. Now, if an agent's involved, you don't get to know them. They actually keep you separate, but uh, the more you can know what the seller is about, I would, and if I would ask questions too, is this seller, why are they moving? Do they have a home they're building? Are they moving out of state? Do they outgrow it? Uh, are they empty nesters? Just get a feel for them. And I'm not so that, and again, it might be so that, you know, so that you can go get them. No. So you can understand, you understand who am I dealing with? What is their situation? If they're asking six hundred thousand for their property, and and your price when you say, "Hey, I don't want my payment to be more than twenty five hundred bucks or three thousand, and that's what I say, come in and talk to us first, get the payment in your head. Right. So that's the my my max payment. That's, that's my max right. thing I want to do. That's the number you're going to play with. Then go shopping. It's the other way around that people get in trouble. Yeah. They go shopping, fall in love with something, and then they come to us. Yeah, that's step three. We should say. Yeah, that's step one. We should say. <laughs> that's probably step one. But okay. the negotiation part is. Just realize there's someone else on the other side of that negotiation. And you could, if you only see from your side and they don't feel like, you know, there's a give and take, it doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work. I, many times we've had realtors that someone will hire a realtor and they can't get a deal done. They can't get a deal done. Can't get it done. All of a sudden they hire this new realtor and within days it's a deal, deal yeah, is done. Absolutely. And we find out it's that they just found out about them and what can we do for you? And Hey, I'll meet you there. And, just a little more, let me learn about you and make it easier on you. Not that someone's trying to be a shyster. It's just literally, hey, these are two people that are dealing with the biggest financial decision of their life. Right. Let's figure that out. So if I'm a for sale by owner, just respect the house. Respect their situation and ask them. Yeah. Hey, here's my situation. You know, my max payment is about, I, I love your house. I could probably go 600 for this. I know you want 650. I, it's about where I'm at. Is this even an option to, to consider? Right. It's not. My offer is 600 or like you talk and then you just send it because people are, are nervous to be in that situation. Absolutely. Like, oh, I'm just going to avoid it. Like 600. Well, why did they do that? And it's always the misunderstanding that negotiations go wrong. If I might add, I, I do job interviews every day. That's what I do for a living. You know, when people come and say, I want a mortgage from you. I, I literally am in for a job interview, right? right? And I negotiate every day. That's what I do every single day. You know, I I'm not only negotiating with a client about hope you come to us at Guild Mortgage for a home, but obviously I have the commercial real estate where I talk to people about renting spaces and yeah. I do it every day, all day long. That's what I do. And I, I try and learn about them and what they want. And I've got my 
point I want to be, whether I'm talking about rent for one of my investment properties, or, you know, I, I want to make the deal work for them how I can. I know what time is important, but understand what's most important to them. And some, some people use it uh, as a term called pain points. Mm -hmm. And that's true. What is their pain point? Yep. But it's not always negative. Sometimes it's positive. You know, I need to be out in three weeks. Okay, good to know. Okay, so if I can get this deal done in three weeks, would you consider maybe a little bit lower offer here? Or, hey, um, if I could stay in the home for two months afterwards, which is allowed on a mortgage for 60 yeah. days, you know, while I'm waiting for my house to be built or while I'm while we go out and look for a new house, is that something you consider? Sure, I'll negotiate. Okay, there's some things we can give and take, give and take. You know, what works for you? This is where I'm at, but I'd love to listen to you and see what you have to say. And I think that piece right there is one reason why there's so much buyer fatigue. Right. You know, it's just like make an offer and it was all about the numbers. Yeah. How many offers, how many deals did we know that was highest and best offer back in the seller's market? And they'd always, and it wouldn't work out. Oh, so many. Over and over and over again, they'd yeah. be like, we lost out on that one. They took the highest offer. And then three weeks later, they're like back on the market, right. didn't work out. Right. Well, someone's putting the highest and best offer in there, but they can't really back it up. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, so, so the math is what? Math is about, I mean, if you're getting a house for about 150 Less than it would have been about a year and a half ago, year ago even. To same payment. Same payment. Same payment. Yeah. With potential going lower. Correct. So now it's better to buy yeah. than then. Yeah. Because of that then fact. you were buying high, you did have a low interest rate, but you had a low interest rate. <laughs> yeah. So that's where your rate is at. But if you can get the lower payment now, and yes, there's a slight bit of gambling. It's like, well, I don't know, I don't know what rate's going to be. Lower purchase price now. Lower purchase price now. And then, yeah, my rate is a, a variable, not that you're going to lock in a variable, but you don't know what it's going to be. You lock it at six and three quarters and right. it'll go down to what? I don't know. Right. Yep. Do you want to commit on, you know, and say promise what rates are going to be? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think I'll pass, but I do know, I do know our industry and I do know that they always go back down. And again, if someone's asked me, when should I buy? Yep. I always say now yep. let's prepare now might be this month, might be next month. Like I'm telling people right now. I'd prepare to buy even like my my daughter's boyfriend. I'm like, let's see, we're in November, usually December, January are slow months. Yeah. They might be hurting a little more come January, February. Yeah. I think it'll start turning around a little bit come April, May. That's my guess. And you do guess a little bit, but uh, maybe that's what I would consider. None of this is concrete, absolute, right? No. This is 30 years of experience talking. Lots of experience, but it definitely is. I mean, it's. But I can say I've never been wrong. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Rarely been wrong when I say, let's buy a house now. Yeah, I would agree. They go into it, you know, and, and they're smart about it and, and do all their homework. And it's the place they want to live and all those variables that I'd buy now. Yep. And let us help you figure out how to do that. And refinancing is easy. Yeah. Super so, easy. I mean, we call you and it's almost like we do the whole work for you. And you just you tell you when to sign. We watch the rates. We watch them for you. Yeah. And tell you. All right. There's the math. There's our there's our advice. Yep. Okay. Talk soon. See ya. Thanks. This is Dollars and Sensibility, and I'm Tom Stone. Thank you for listening, and thanks for getting real with me. So next step is to answer your questions. Come see me, Guild Mortgage, 435-654-9979, or goapplastom.com.